Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Boar Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Boar Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Tanya Infinity, and this is my best friend, Gertie. Hello! Gertie is a Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet. That's right. I'm 186 years young. And I'm eight years old. Thanks to Gertie's special time-traveling show, we can go to any time in the world. Together, we travel to the past and visit musicians throughout history. Who knows where we'll go today? And her best friend, Gertie Learning all about the past On a tortoise shell that moves so fast Who knows where we will go today Could be anywhere or any day History is right here with us With time-traveling Tanya And Gertie! Maybe over here? Uh, no, here? Ah, no, 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 I can't find him anywhere. Hey, 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 what's wrong, Tanya? I can't find my stuffy. You know, my most favorite stuffed animal that I've had for as long as I can remember. He's lost. Where did you see him last? Same place I always see him, next to me when I woke up. But when I got home from school, he was gone. Did you try looking under the bed? Under the bed, in the closet, in every drawer, under the bed again, because we all know I'm not good at looking. I even looked in the fridge. He loves snacks as much as I do. <laughs> but now he's gone. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure he'll turn up soon. I already miss him so much. Life just isn't the same without him. I can help cheer you up. After all, it's time traveling day. I don't know, Gertie. I don't think I'm up for it. I just want to stay home and be sad. That's it. You found my stuffy? Well, no, not yet. But I do have an idea. Let's meet the woman who helped make the whole style of music, the blues, popular. Blue is exactly how I feel. Then hop on my shell and buckle up. Fine, but it won't cheer me up. That's what's so great about the blues. You don't have to be happy. Now come on, let's meet Mamie Smith and the Jazz Hound Band. If you can hear me, Stuffy, I'll be back soon, I promise. Welcome to New York in 1920, the Roaring 20s as it's called. Roar like a lion? <laughs> Not exactly. The country is just coming out of World War I. It's been a very hard time. But now, in the 1920s, things are getting much better. People are making money again. They can be more free and even wild. The 1920s is the rise of dancing, fast cars, moving pictures, and radio. Jazz music is about to take off. 
In a lot of ways, it's a big party. I'm not really in the mood for a party, remember? A very important member of my family is gone. Don't you worry. Before jazz becomes popular, a new genre called blues became all the rage. That sounds more like it. So, what is this place? We're at the OK Music Recording Studios. And this is my friend Mamie Smith. She's about to be a trailblazer, the first to make black female singers super popular. Mamie, meet Tanya. Tanya's feeling blue. Hey, sugar, I'm sorry you're sad. Luckily, you got here just in time to hear my song, Crazy Blue. That's exactly how I feel. Mamie was born in 1883 in Cincinnati, Ohio. But I didn't stay there long. I got my start in showbiz when I was only 10 years old. Worked in a variety of vaudeville shows as a dancer and singer. She toured as a teenager in 1913, moved to New York to sing in clubs in Harlem. She also married another vaudeville singer named William Smithy Smith. That's where my last name comes from. About the only good thing I got from that man. She'll remarry two more times after her career takes off. About five years after moving to New York, I was hired by Para Bradford to perform in his show, Made in Harlem. One of his songs, Harlem Blues, was the hit of the show. He reworked it to be this song I'm recording today. Perry is a black composer, songwriter, and performer. Soon after hiring Mamie, he became her manager and organized her tours. And just like that, you're recording your big hit. Mm-mm. It wasn't that easy, Missy. Record companies didn't want to give black singers a chance. They thought only white artists could successfully sell records. But Perry's nickname is The Mule. Because that man is stubborn like a mule. He spent months trying to get his songs recorded. Everyone said no. They didn't think a black singer could make a song popular. Um, have they heard of Beyonce? Of course they haven't. Beyonce hasn't been born yet. But Mamie paved the way for Beyonce. You see, it took her partner and manager, Perry, several months, but he finally found a record company that would let him record his songs. But only on one condition. It had to be sung by Sophie Tucker. Oh sure, Sophie Tucker. Uh, who's Sophie Tucker? Now, Sophie Tucker is a popular artist on the radio these days. And she's white. And for some dumb reason, the industry only records white artists for white buying audiences. They don't think people of color will buy music from black artists. But Perry knew people would like to hear from a black woman too. And as luck would have it, Sophie had a contract with a different music label, so she couldn't sing with OK, even if she wanted to. So I got the opportunity. That's great. Good luck with the recording. Actually, Tanya, it already happened six months ago. Yeah, girl. This is my second time here. First, we recorded a vaudeville song called That Thing Called Love. Mm, mm, mm. And a blues song called You Can't Keep a Good Man Down. But those fools didn't do anything to promote it. If people don't know about my record, how are they supposed to know they can buy my record? I'm sorry you didn't sell a lot of records. Is that why you came back to sing the blues about it? Girl, I sold a ton of records. Even without any promotions, black Americans bought every copy they could find. The studio immediately realized there was an entire group of people who would be interested in music by black artists like Mamie. They invited me back to do the song we wanted to do in the first place. Crazy Blues. And this time they'll tell everyone about it. Mamie handpicked her band, and they're about to record. Mamie Smith and the Jazz Band. Come on, boys. Let's show them what we got. I can't sleep at night. 
music is so, so blue, and it's so, so good. It makes me so, so happy for her. Oh, man, so, so many different feelings. That's what good music does. Hey, let's bring Mamie and her band a drink. They're about to go on break. Um, we call it taking five in the biz. <laughs> okay, come on, Miss Biz. Stop, stop, stop. Mm -mm. We gotta redo that first verse. I wanna get it just right. Take five, boys. Told ya. Want some water, Mamie? <laughs> it's a gig of water. Um, what? The Roaring Twenties are also the time of prohibition. It's illegal to drink alcohol, so people find all sorts of sneaky ways to get it. But that's a story for when you're a little older. Great job, Mamie! Seriously, now I've got the crazy blues. Since my baby went away, I ain't got no time to lose. I must find him today. It's like you were singing about me and my stuffy. That's what millions of Americans think too. Millions of Americans lost their stuffy too? No, I mean they know what it's like to feel lost. So much so that Crazy Blues will sell 75,000 copies just in the first month. It'll be a million selling record thanks to black audiences buying and supporting it. And for the first time, major record companies will start making records with black buyers in mind. They're called race records, music specifically made for and by black Americans. These are a mix of blues, jazz, gospel, and even comedy but record labels especially look to promote female blues singers. It will begin an era known as classical female blues. My success will make it possible for the success of other singers like Ma Rainey, Ethel Waters, Ida Cox, and Sippy Wallace. I don't know who any of those ladies are, but I promise to look them up when I get home. A big reason Crazy Blues takes off is because of Mamie's charm and the power of her performance. Now at the age of 37, she'll suddenly find herself famous and wealthy. Ooh, and the things I'll buy. Clothes, jewelry, houses, not to mention my diamonds and pearls. Fan mail will pour into the OK offices with people offering to give her all sorts of gifts. <laughs> Even marriage proposals. You're meant to be a star. And her dresses? From Perry, thank you very much. Will get just as much attention as her singing. Audiences want to see me becoming a gown, and I have spared no expense. Just a few months after Crazy Blues is released, in 1929, Mamie will perform at the Cincinnati Music Hall, only eight blocks from where she grew up. I realize that these thousands of people who come to hear me at my concerts expect much, and I do not intend that they shall be disappointed. They have heard my phonograph records, and they want to hear me sing these songs the same as I do in my own studio in New York. For that reason, I'm taking with me my original jazz hounds who are, in my opinion, the finest of syncopated music in the world today. After an opening by several other well-known black artists, Mamie and the Jazz Hounds will take the stage and blow the audience away. She'll continue to sell out shows to black and white audiences alike. I'll have to go back to Norfolk, Virginia twice because our first show will sell out. They'll turn away a record crowd of 9,000 people. Then she'll tour crazy blues throughout the country and Europe. And though blues is different than jazz music, they have a lot in common. Mamie's success will be the start of what will eventually become the jazz era of the 1920s and 30s. So cool. I can't wait to tell Stuffy all about... Oh no! My Stuffy is still gone. And I said I wasn't going to be cheered up. Good. Don't be cheered up. Let it out. Let me hear your soul. Oh, I'm so blue. I miss my Stuffy, dude. 
He went and disappeared. Now I can't stop these tears. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, Stuffy is a very big deal. Then go. Go, girl. Find that Stuffy you love. Tell him that you want him back. Tell him that you need him. I do need him. Come on, Gertie. Back to now. We gotta get my Stuffy. Yes, yes, of course. Come on. Come on, buckle up that seatbelt. Bye, Mamie. Bye, the jazz hounds. Bye, Tanya and Gertie. Good luck finding your Stuffy. You boys know where the Stuffy is. I'll never, ever, ever let you go ever again. I promise, 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 promise. Stuffy? Where was he? Turns out he was in the laundry room. I forgot I asked Mom to give him a bath. Being dragged around by an eight-year-old gets you real dirty. Oh, wonderful. And I'm glad you're no longer blue. Do you think I can sing the blues even when I'm not super sad? You can sing the blues anytime. Oh, good, because it's real fun. It's just too bad you can't sing the blues. What do you mean? Because you're not blue. You're green. <laughs> That's true. I am green. Though the style would evolve, Mamie Smith defined what blues was at the time. She continued making popular music for OK, as well as for a few other record companies. But nothing could beat the success of Crazy Blues. The song proved a black woman could sell albums and influenced every American musical genre since. From jazz to rock and roll, country and hip-hop. Yes, including Beyonce. Mamie retired from performing just 11 years later in 1931. Sadly, she lost almost everything in the great stock market crash of 1929. Now there's a reason to sing the blues. Thanks to its historical significance, Crazy Blues was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1994. It was so important to the future of music, it was preserved in the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress in 2005. Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.